Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. It's the Bart Winkler Show on CBS Sports Radio. Need a place to talk sports? You've come to the right place. CBS Sports Radio. Live from Milwaukee, it's Bart Winkler. CBS Sports Radio, I am Bart Winkler. David Shepard's here. Marco's on the updates. Great to be with you wherever you find yourself this evening. Michigan is the national champion of college football. And if I could just, like condense my entire thought on the matter is that I don't, I won't consider myself a Michigan guy. Uh, I, I, I haven't really strongly rooted against Jim Harbaugh in many turns. I recognize that he's had success in a lot of places. I recognize that some people are very upset that he won that, that the cheaters won uh, that Michigan, you know, got away with it, whatever. I, I realize there's that. All I know is that in the amount of college football that I've watched this year, I've thought that Alabama was a pretty good team. I thought that Ohio State was a pretty good team. I thought that Washington was a pretty good team. And I saw Michigan beat all those teams. And I saw Michigan dismantle Washington. This was this was domination tonight. Defensively, it was domination. Michael Penix Jr. last week against Texas. I mean, the only reason that Texas got back into that game was they got stalled out a few times were kicking field goals instead of touchdowns. Penix could do anything he wanted. Had Washington actually blown that game and lost, I think his draft stock is going to end up being higher than what it is. And he battled tonight. Penix battled. He was getting stepped on and getting knocked around and getting sacked. But I think the draft stock I mean, it plateaued at least. It didn't it didn't go up. And that's because of Michigan's defense. They ran the football. They kept Penix off the field. When he was on the field, they essentially beat him up. And Michigan is the best team in college football in 2023 into 2024 here. I don't think there's any question about it. I don't know how there can be. If you don't like some of the things that have happened, uh, that's fine. If there's games where you thought, oh, they cheated and won that game, okay. But I don't think you can say that they cheated to win against Washington. I don't think you can say they cheated to win against Alabama. I don't think like as soon as, but really, this was a story. It was a red-hot story. This was a red-hot story. It was all anybody could talk about in college football and really beyond. And as soon as they beat Ohio State, it felt like, the gas got turned off of that story. Okay, they they beat Ohio State. I mean, there's there was under no conceivable way were they going to continue to cheat. Oh, you caught us. You caught you. We all cheat, but you caught us. Okay, well, guess what we're going to do? We're going to cheat some more and really invalidate everything. No, they didn't do that. 
And maybe it's better they didn't win last year because we look at that and say, oh, you cheated. Now it happened. Whatever they were doing, whatever signals they were taking, whatever plays we think we thought they knew, I can't say that we thought that happened. And if you watch the performance, did you at any time tonight, did you at any time tonight think, oh, well, they're, they're cheating. They're, they're better tonight because they're cheating. They, they knew what they know what's coming. They, I don't think you did. I think it's after the fact when Harbaugh wins. And then if you're mad about it, which I'm not saying you can't be mad at it. I'm not saying if you, if you physically feel anger that Jim Harbaugh and Michigan won tonight, I, that's fine. I can't, what am I supposed to do about that? You're, you're mad, be mad. If you're mad, they won. I mean, I get mad about things, get mad. But I don't think you can say they weren't the better football team during the stretch and especially tonight. They won a national championship. They may have done things you don't agree with in the past, but if you look at their last two months of games where the allegations were out there, uh, they did everything to nip it in the bud. Harbaugh served his three. They faced stiff competition, beat them all. They earned this this national championship, I think is where I settle on it. Whether you like it or not, they're the national champs. 855-212-4227. Gary is in South Carolina. Hey, Gary. Hey, how you doing? Uh, What's up? Uh, just uh, just listening to everything that, you know, that's been going on today. I mean, I mean, can we, can we cut the kids some slack? It's not like it's not like Blake Corum went to all of these things with uh, what's the what's the little dude's name? Whatever, he doesn't matter now. He got fired. Uh, but, Connor uh, Stallions, like just for the record, yeah, yeah, the Connor Stallions. Yeah, it's not like it's not like you got players going around with Connor Stallions going like, ooh, let me get this sign. Maybe I can use that in the game. No, man, like, like, come on, man, cut cut the players some slack. They still got to go out there and play. They still got to go out there and line up, and I mean they, I mean they, they, the players did what they were supposed to do. You know they gave, they came out there and they put a great product on the field, and because of that, guys are going to get drafted left and right. I mean I know there's a, a quote unquote greater good in all of this with the whole cheating scandal or whatnot, but how many times are we going to charge Harbaugh for the same thing? Like y'all suspended him twice. If you really wanted to, to suspend him, you said he gave him a stiff one to start with and not gave him two measly three-game suspensions. Like, oh, my God, Jim Harbaugh didn't coach against Rutgers. Ooh. Like, that's not scaring anybody. <laughs> well, that, that's that's why the Big Ten did that because they didn't want to – they wanted to, to flex some muscle. They wanted to teach him a lesson but not, like, scar them for life, you know. Yeah, but it's a difference between benching 405 and benching 135. They they were definitely benching. You're talking about flesh and muscle here. They were definitely putting up the 135 with that three-game suspension. <laughs> I mean, the, I mean, Jim Harbaugh had that money he lost from those three games, like going to sleep. He didn't. He didn't lose anything. Yeah, I like that. I'm gonna steal that, uh, Gary. I like I like that a lot. Thanks for the call, man. Eight five five two one two four two two seven. I was thinking about like my kid tonight. I picked him up from daycare and he was being a jerk. He wasn't listening to me. And I, uh, I'm like mad at him, but I understand he's four. He's in his real formative memory years. I don't want to say anything that's going to like scar him forever. So you give a light punishment. You got to give a light punishment that, or a light talking to, you know, that that's going to, have somewhat of an effect, but not do damage to the greater good. 
and that's what happened with with Michigan. They got a light punishment. In the end, it didn't hurt anything. We may not even remember that he was suspended in these games. We'll just be like, oh yeah, that was the year they beat Alabama and Washington. Wasn't wasn't that the Connor Stallions year? Connor, what now? I don't know. Oh yeah. Then he go to Central Michigan? No, they think oh yeah. Oh, I guess I remember. So nothing too like scarring or damaging. Daniel's in his Uber, Daniel. Hey, Mr. Winkler. How are you, my friend? My man, oh, I was thinking about you all weekend. <laughs> That's a good one. Guess what? I'm so happy for Jim Harbour. So what next now is like we want him to be the coach for the Chicago Bears. Well, I think a lot of people in Chicago do, right? Yes, we want him. We want him really bad. So we 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 want him to come to Chicago. Now he won the national champion now, then he can leave the college and come to the NFL back. You know, he, he used to he play for the Chicago Bears before, so now he's going to know exactly what's going on. I don't know that, like, Chicago is the dream because he played there, obviously. I don't know that currently Chicago is the best fit for him, however. Why do you say that? Because of, the, uh, because of uh, Kevin, Kevin Warren? Maybe. Uh, Danny Parkins, who does Parkins and Spiegel on the score, 670. Uh-huh. Um, uh-huh. Here's what he says. He says, the Bears have nostalgia, history, the top pick, a good roster. But are they going to fire Eberflus? Are the McCaskies going to pay up? Can he work with Kevin Warren? Can he even work with Ryan Poles, who's a very, like, you know, he, he's this is his team that he's shaping. How much... I think the thing for Harbaugh is, yeah, he's going to want to escape college and whatever punishment's coming his way if he stays in the NCAA. But when he gets to a new spot, and any of these any of these college coaches, they're used to complete control. So you got to find like Carolina's out; he'll have no control. Chicago, he might have a little, but he's certainly going to have bosses to answer to. I mean, if you go to like a Washington, now they got Bob Myers there from the Warriors. I think they'll let Harbaugh do what he wants. The Charger will basically say, oh, my God, we're somewhat relevant for the first time. Uh, do whatever you want to do. So I don't know that it's the best fit for Harbaugh. Well, I wish him I wish him the best of luck, wherever he goes. I love Jim Harbaugh when he used to because, you know, I've been in, I've been a Chicago Bears fan for over 35 years. So I know his, I know his record. So when he was uh, with Ditka, you know, so I know his record. Well, yeah, he was very good. Hey, great to talk to you again. Nice talking to you. I don't have I don't have no passenger. That's why I'm talking now. Yeah, I want you to have somebody in there next time. Okay, I will. I, when I get somebody, then I will call you so you can talk to him. Jr. always Jr. always talk to him too. You always say, "Oh, Uber driver, do you have somebody?" I say, "Yeah." That's why I got four point nine, four point nine five. My great. 4.95. That's my You're rating. You're a 4.95 rating? Yes. Ask uh, Mr. Good Shepherd. Ask Mr. Good Shepherd. I he, got a 4.95 rating. He, 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 um, there's never been a call where he hasn't come off like an eight, nine, ten hour shift. Like he, Bart, he grinds, man. Daniel, oh, I grinds. believe it. I believe it. I got one bad rating once. It scarred me forever. <laughs> I had a perfect. Fi- I had a perfect five going. I was feeling good, but 
Uh, I got in a wait, fight with oh, my wait, brother this once. Is, this is a personal question. What is your rating? Oh, I'll have to look. I think it's like... Oh. It's, it, I think it's okay. I think it's 4-8. That's not bad. I feel like, you know, I'm, Daniel, no disrespect. I feel like the Uber ratings of drivers is more favorable than it is for customers. Like, I feel like oh, every yeah. Uber driver I see, it's always like 497, 496, 498. Not well, because everyone just gives them a 5. Right, right. But, like, for customers, I feel like I don't meet a lot of customers that are ever like 497, 498. It's always like 46, 44, 42. You know, you know why? Because the Uber driver, we are, we are the ambassador for Uber. So we are very courteous, respectful, you know, to our, to our, to our customer. Right. But some customers, they don't do vice versa. They don't respect us. They, don't, they are not courteous. You just do whatever they like. Well, I pay for it. I can do whatever I want. That's what they mm. do. You know, that's, yeah, why they like that. low, that's why they're getting That's why they low ratings, you know. So I give customers low ratings too, but I'm going to be courteous and respect my riders. That's why I'm 4.95. Well, congratulations. I am a diamond driver, too. Diamond. Ooh, I like that. You know what You know what that means? The best driver for Uber. Diamond. That's the highest you can go. Well, keep up the good work, Daniel. Okay, thank you, Mr. Winkler. All right, see ya. That's Daniel in his Uber. I'm a 488 on Uber. That's pretty good. I'm a 5 on Lyft. Oh, wow. Man. Well, I only rode like five times. That's, that's still pretty good, man. So that means, you, you know, there was uh, room for error. You didn't have a small margin of error there. You had to go big every time, and you did. I always thought the Uber system should have been one to ten. I don't know if I like one to five. And I know you can do like point whatever. But... Well, what they do is really smart. If it's not a five, they then have you fill out ten instances as why it shouldn't have been a five. So they make you do oh. extra work. Oh, when... so you've tried to, you've, you've gone, you've tried to do not a five. Well, yeah, if, if, so, if I get in the car and someone's disgruntled or someone's pissed that they got to be driving that late, that's not my problem. You signed up to drive. Like, that's your job. And, I, and listen, I appreciate the ride, and I'm never going to act entitled. That's your car, not mine. But if I get in the car and you're grumpy and you're unpleasant, like, that, that comes with, to me, the most important thing is getting you safe. But to the second most important thing is just being a decent human being. And if I ask you how your night's going, just to try, I'm not looking for a conversation, not looking for anything full blown. But yeah. if I if I ask you how you're doing, and and I get a, I'm all right, like it's kind of nasty. So I would consider myself more on the frugal side. Okay. Okay. Um, for instance, today I went to a store and I bought some. What did I buy? I bought some snacks, and I keep the receipt. Because I have all these apps where you can get cash back on receipts. So, like, Abata is one. Um, and so I, like, I was conscious. I bought what I bought because of the receipt. So I'm, I'm nickeling dime everywhere I can. <laughs> There's you, two places where I spend. You save the CPS coupons, don't you? I save them all. Yeah, yeah, you're that guy. Well, got well it. it's free money. Got it, got it. There's two places I spend on. You're a national damn radio host. You got to be saving coupons everywhere you go, Bart. That's got to be you. I mean, I come on. No, I mean, been on the job for five days. Well, a lot longer than that, in my opinion. But you've been a national host for two years, man. Well, yeah, but like once a week. And you've been the face of Milwaukee radio for, uh, or the the voice of Milwaukee radio for like over a decade. 
I'm surprised you're exactly the type of guy why that's I'm coupons. clipping coupons. <laughs> okay. Fair enough. I don't mean to be judging jury here, by the way. I shouldn't be judging. But I just, I just want to point out that I will spend in two areas of my life. One is cable. I will always pay for cable. I know that streaming services, whatever, but what happened is you guys got all the streaming services. Now you're paying just as much for cable. And I like, see, I like having the guide where I can just, oh, do, 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 and I can flip back and forth. I watch these games. Like the thing that's going to make me the most mad about this game on Peacock is that I can't flip to anything else. You know, I can't flip the channel back. That's why I got suckered into watching the Amazon halftimes all the time. That halftime show is highly rated because nobody can flip to anything. You can't go back because then you got to load Amazon again. And the other thing I pay for is on Uber. I go Uber black. I do. I go Uber black. I make sure I get um, like a big car, a nice car. Um, They treat me very nice. Sometimes they have water for me. Uh, They always have like chargers for you. Because and I and I do that because one time my wife and I went to the airport at like five in the morning, so we got an Uber, and it was like some nineteen-year-old kid in this beat-up car, and I'm just like, we should have just drove, you know. So I do pay up for cable and premium rideshare options, and I don't I don't ride a lot. I don't I don't I don't need to ride a lot. I don't really go a lot of places. Um. But I think this Saturday night I'll be out on the town. I will ride safely. I will ride in style. Okay? So then I'll be clipping everything else. I'll bring my own water, the sporting events. Okay? I'm using apps. But I will spend on those. 855-212-4227, CBS Sports Radio. It's the Bart Winkler Show on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the Bart Winkler Show on CBS Sports Radio. CBS Sports Radio, my name is Bart Winkler, 855-212-4227, 855-212-4CBS. Houston, Texas tonight, the site of the Michigan Wolverines beating the Washington Huskies for the national championship there's a J.J. McCarthy tweet going around that he had posted on November 15th of 2020. He said, I want all Michigan fans to do this. Take three deep breaths and have faith. Faith that every single coach, player, employee in that building is doing everything they possibly can to be great. And here they are, three years later. That came after a 49-11 to loss to the Wisconsin Badgers. So some are actually saying the Wisconsin Badgers get all the credit for Michigan's success tonight. We've got boots on the ground at NRG Stadium from the Zach Gelb show. It is Zach Gelb who had tremendously great seats uh, tonight at the game. Gelby, what's happening? Bart, what's going on? I'm currently uh, still at NRG Stadium, and I'm seeing a Big Ten interview being conducted right now with J.J. McCarthy. And there are fans chanting one more year to the Michigan quarterback, uh, who's now a national champ. But uh, I know maybe not the best game in terms of 
uh, both sides. But tonight, uh, Michigan just kind of showed their dominance from the start, and it was good enough at the end for them to put the game away. Well, and that's what I think my takeaway is, is you might not like Jim Harbaugh. You might not like Michigan. And Harbaugh claiming his innocence again uh, tonight. He's claiming his innocence. So you might not like the fact that they won. You might not like any of this. But I think in terms of what we saw in this path they had to go through, Ohio State, Big Ten title game against Iowa, uh, then you beat Alabama, then you beat Washington. They won this game on the football field. They ran them down. And I credited you already. You had a good little uh, pregame prediction. You said they're going to run, 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 and keep Penix Jr. off the field, and that's exactly, Gil, what they did. They earned this win tonight. I don't think whether you like them or dislike them or whatever, you can't deny that that they won this game in essentially all facets. Yeah, and I don't know what your take is, but if people are saying put an asterisk on this or it's tainted, I just kind of laugh because everyone was playing an even game when their season actually really started because they had a soft schedule up until Penn State, and they basically just said, we're going to put the ball down on the field. We're not going to throw it in the second half, and they smothered Penn State in the second half of that football game. I was um, at the big house for the game up against Ohio State, and they knew that uh, McCord was going to make a mistake, and their best player, Blake Corum, was going to shine uh, throughout that game, and that's what happened. And then the last two games, my biggest takeaway is I don't even think they played their best brand of football. There were some times where they were sloppy um, against Alabama, and then at points tonight before it got out of hand, it was like, all right, when are they going to put this uh, game out of reach? And uh, still, even when they're not at their best, they have uh, three complementary phases. I know the special teams uh, took a little bit of a hit against Bama, but I thought the punting bounced back tonight. And uh, when you look at the offense, it set the tone. And really, it shouldn't be the underrated part about this team but the defensive line and the secondary as well. You know, that game gets to seven points right before half, and it's like a seven-point game. It doesn't feel like it should be a seven-point game. And then right first play out of the half, you have Johnson make that that interception. And even though they didn't convert that into a touchdown, it kind of felt like, okay, uh, the pendulum did swing right back into Michigan's favor. Zach Gelb of the Zach Gelb Show, who claims he discovered me, is joining us here. (laughs) On, on on the show, he also discovered me. He did. Yeah. How did. about saved you, Bart? How about saved you? <laughs> Rejuvenated you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That that that's good. All Rock right. What happens? What happens first? Jim Harbaugh leaves for an NFL job or Thursday? Um. What is today? Today's what Monday, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, it's a blur. I've been up since uh, five in the morning. Um, I think Thursday will come and he will still be the coach, but eventually I think he's going to be very patient. He's going to be selective. Um, and ultimately I would say that the chargers have a choice of Jim Harbaugh or do you wait for Bill Belichick? But I would say that that's the best job on the market right now is the chargers. Uh, the last two years he's wanted to go back to the NFL, the Vikings, sat him for a 12-hour interview. Nothing came to it. Um, Last year, we know he didn't get a job. I I think now it's okay. You brought a national championship to Michigan when no one thought you'd even beat Ohio State, and you've done it the last three years and won three Big Ten championships and now a national championship. It's mission accomplished, and I think it's the perfect time to go back to the NFL and chase that dream of winning a Super Bowl, which we know he was oh so close where he lost the Super Bowl to his brother between the 49ers and the Ravens. 
I actually think the Chargers is an awful job. I don't think it's attractive at all. Why would that be? Oh, well, I, I mean, what's another answer other than Justin Herbert? Well, Justin they've got Herbert, no fans. Uh, the owner's an idiot. Uh, all these guys are up <laughs> for contract. Like they're, they're yeah. going to have to cut a lot of these dudes. But you have the quarterback. I'm not saying that Herbert has reached his full potential yet, but Herbert. I, I don't want to keep on making excuses for him. You know, part of it is on him, but everyone knew last year that Brandon Staley should have been fired after that playoff game. Just getting a competent coach, we know Harbaugh is more than competent, uh, would do wonders for that franchise. The odds are very um, much in favor Raiders that the Chargers. Yeah, Raiders. A lot of people are throwing out the Bears. I just, I, I mean, with, there's I a lot to see. I I just don't well, know. Well, that and he'd have to answer. It's about with these college coaches, it's about how many people do you have to answer to? And does Jim yeah, Harbaugh want to go back and answer to Kevin Warren, former Big Ten commissioner? I yeah, and so. I don't know how great their relationship is uh, per some other reporting. But uh, what I will say is I think it's easier to be an NFL head coach now than a college coach uh, with the transfer portal, with NIL, which I think are good things, but it does complicate it from – uh, you know, Jim Harbaugh, even though he's king right now, from being king how you would be 10 years ago. Um, he doesn't have to leave, but with the pending nonsense from the NCAA on, on two things, I would uh, think that he's probably going to be on the way out. I, I would be surprised if he's back in Michigan. So are you just like a one-nighter in Houston? When are you, when are you leaving Houston? I am leaving tomorrow on a 6 a.m. flight because i got to get back on the air at 3 p.m. Eastern on many of these same CBS Sports Radio affiliates. I can't believe I'm going to bring this up. I'm, I can't believe I'm going to say this. Yeah. I'm going to say it. I'm going to say it. I've never been to Houston uh, outside of the fact that I know that's where I was conceived. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> Man, what a thought. Art Winkler getting made in Houston. Where I was, ma- I was, made, I was made in Houston. <laughs> I need a shirt that says made in Houston. Also, my parents are monsters for allowing me to ever know that. Um, but I guess I was a kid Houston? once and I, now they lived in Houston. They grew, they were in Wisconsin. They lived in Houston for about six months. Yeah. So yeah. your dad had that, uh, big Penix energy. Is, is that what you're saying? <laughs> well, <laughs> no, no. If he's got the same genes, I do no. but maybe yeah. that night. Oh my God. Again, why did I bring that have up? Have people been, have people been crushing Penix tonight? Just wondering. No, I mean, outside of the Michigan, like, defense itself i don't think mm-hmm. so and i don't know how much his draft stock like goes down it certainly didn't go up they could have blown that game last week and everyone's like okay draft stock up 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 but tonight i mean but the, tonight this that just proves to me because washington they were my pick i just keep watching them and everybody doubts them and then they they win and Penix is throwing the ball wherever he wants to and michigan stopped him tonight and you know defense wins championships is something that i've heard and- a time or two, but they got to him tonight. And you know what? You got. I know that it got a, away at the end of the game, but that Washington defense made a lot of adjustments in the game, and it took away the run for a big portion of the second half, uh, whether it was the drops or penalties or, um, you know, uh, missing a, a receiver. They just weren't able to cash in when the game was, was still there, and then it eventually just unraveled. But And I have the utmost respect for Kalen DeBoer. I've got to know him pretty well throughout the years. And the last two years, getting a big-time job at Washington with all the previous success 
that he's had with three NAIA championships, and then also at Fresno State that one year when they had nine wins and eventually got the Washington job. The last two years, up until tonight, he's only had two losses, and they were both by eight points or less. So he's a tremendous coach, and now they go into the Big Ten, and uh, they'll have to see Michigan because Michigan's on their schedule this upcoming year. Yep, the host of Michigan also has Texas, uh, Oregon, Ohio State. So if that that's a reason alone that Harbaugh could jump. All right, Zach, uh, one more question for you. Mm-hmm. Uh, and great to have you here, and I'm glad that uh, this worked out. But we just saw a McCarthy have a big night in Texas. Is he going to be the only McCarthy winning in Texas this week as my Green Bay Packers are coming down to Dallas? to do what they've done for the last 20 years, and that's beat the Cowboys. So there's a lot of reunions this weekend. You have Tyreek Hill, where the NFL screwed us to see him go back to Kansas City this year because the game was played in Germany. Um, obviously, you have the whole Stafford connection with the Lions. You're going to um, get Flacco Ravens soon, maybe. Yeah, no, that would be awesome. Um, I think the Packers are alive in the game, but I will wait a little bit later into the postseason to see the drama Dallas choking Cowboys be the drama Dallas choking Cowboys. I think this is a tremendous start for the Packers. And with Jordan Love, it was just at the end of the year, I didn't care about wins and losses. You think you have a guy. And uh, right now he's looking like he could be the guy for the Green Bay Packers. So they did a good job down the stretch. So many times I would tell people, I just want off this Aaron Rodgers ride. And they would say to me, what do you mean, Bart? He's such a good quarterback. And I say, why doesn't you know what, anyone Lord? understand? I, I want the listening audience to know two things about you. You have made two great clairvoyant predictions in your career. When the Bucks were down 0-2 against the Suns, mm-hmm. you lined up the chairs and you said there was going to be a parade in Milwaukee. That I happened. parade chairs out. That's right. I did that. There may have been a talk show host on CBS Sports Radio named Zach Gelb that crushed you for that and uh, mm-hmm. thought that you were just being a homer, uh, but you nope. ended up being right. And you were correct before this year. Now, an injury did play a factor in it, but you said the Packers were going to be better off than the Jets. And uh, through one year, it it looks like uh, you're heading in the right direction. A lot of people owe Brian Gutekunst an apology. And and some would say me. And and for some people, that would be you. Oh, me. Uh, Now you get the big national show Monday through Friday. Bart now develops an ego. Now you're going to be insufferable. You're probably going to have a PR handler. In about two weeks, man, uh, too big for your britches right now, Bart. Bart by, by the way, speaking of PR handlers, uh, Bart, do you mind if I ask uh, the PR guy for the Patriots a question for one second? <laughs> yeah, please. Oh, well, Shep, I- I'm sorry. Uh, Shep had – I love Shep. And, I love you too, buddy. Uh, that, that's why I'm bringing this friend. up. That's why I'm bringing this up. I love you too. You know, but hold on. Go, go, go for Shep. it. Yes. Shep, Mike Tomlin is 10-3 and three up against Bill Belichick, and the Patriots have dog bleep on their offense. Gelb. They just beat Mike Tomlin this year. So, 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 Bart, this was the question I had for Gelb. So just anyone listening right now, when I put out I'm content— I'm just surprised you made a point that wasn't the NBA, honestly. I appreciate that. So what I, what I, what I will say, and I, and I really do appreciate this, when I, when I do shows, Gelb will reach out to me. And critique me. And I and I really do appreciate that. And he'll do that about my videos. So thank you first and foremost for that. But this is we just have video. free reign to like make fun of your stuff? Yeah, of course you do. Oh, Absolutely. okay. I'm in. Absolutely. Okay, nice. but, but here's but, but this is this is where I, I don't understand where Gelb's coming from. Gelb, they play Buffalo really tough in week seventeen. And by the way, I I'm not gonna I, I know how much you know about the Patriots. I I, I grant you that. But they played mm-hmm. that team tough in week seventeen. They allowed a Trevor Simeon led Jets team to go to Fox. 
and beat yeah. them 17 to the, I know conditions aside, but they still mm-hmm. got beat 17 to 3. You and I both know this team in 2023 completely threw in the towel and quit on the no, 71-year-old curmudgeon. You and I both know that. You're just wrong. They have not got blown out since week five. I said this team was going to suck before the year, but there is a difference in build a GM and build a coach. Build a GM is bad. Build a coach can still coach in this league. And you are. Uh, I, I, so I get what wrong. you're saying, Gelby, no, but no, I feel wait, like. Wait, wait, hold on. I feel like that's an so excuse wrong. line for him being a no. bad coach now. Thank you. It, he's, he's, not, he's well past his time. We, see, we saw this with Chuck Nolan. It happens. He's 71 it's, going on 90. It's time for him to retire. They, Gelby, okay. they did not quit on him in week 18. <laughs> no, what you they, saw they yesterday, didn't they didn't quit on him. <laughs> No, they didn't. That was a close game until the end when Brees Hall scored a touchdown at the end of the game. They didn't quit on him. I mean, Bailey Zappi looked a lot better against the Bills. Did he not? Okay, so you think Bailey Zappi, who has no clout in this league and is lucky to be playing football, quit on Bill Belichick? Is that your take? I, I, I'll <laughs> tell you this much. I know, I know, I know when he won a game, when a lot of, a lot of Patriots fans were clamoring him for to start over Mac Jones, when he finally won, he was embracing Bill O'Brien and hugged him like he was a second father. Bart, Bart, welcome it's... to CBS Sports Radio. Our producers have the craziest, wackiest takes. And I have to listen to all of them. Well, and they annoy oh, them. I was oh, driving oh, home on a, Friday in fairness, night. In fairness, I'm a host too. But but thank you. Yes. You are. Yeah, you yeah, are. You yeah, are. yeah. Yeah. I was driving home on Friday night and I'm listening to Hickey. And Ryan Hickey's opening stanza. Oh, yeah. uh, let me is, know when Hickey picked the college football game right this year, all right? Hey, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's 20 minutes about how Tua's legacy was on the line on Saturday yeah. night. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Tua. Yeah. You know what? I was called in as like a dolphin fan. <laughs> Shep asked me, "Do we have to pay you for coming on?" <laughs> Before I got on the air, I said, "No." Now, after revisiting my life, I may need to get paid to do this hit. <laughs> after hearing Shep's take, my ears well, have to go see an ear doctor tomorrow. I think I have an ear infection now. Well, I appreciate uh, everything. This, this included. Well, yeah, no, you guys are going to kick ass. Um, uh, all kidding aside, even though we like to, you know rub elbows here and, and punch some uh, people, uh, you know, back and forth in a friendly way. I, I think this duo of uh, Bart and Shep is going to be phenomenal. I can't wait to keep on listening each and every night. Is this the first time you've listened so far, this interview? No, no. I've uh, listened to you since uh, you have signed on officially on the network, okay. which was uh, January 1st <laughs> when everyone was off. You elected to work. I regret Bart, that. Bart, but... Yeah, well, I told you that wasn't the smartest idea. Yeah, you know, you're learning. <laughs> right. Thanks, Zach Gell. Thanks, buddy. Later, guys. Be well. No, I, I, am, I don't regret that. I'm glad, I'm glad I worked that. That was a fun night. That was the couch football playoffs. It's the Bart Winkler Show on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to The Bart Winkler Show. Heard Monday through Friday, nighttime and nationwide. 10 p.m. to 2 a.m. Eastern and 7 to 10 p.m. Pacific on CBS Sports Radio. I am Bart Winkler. David Shepard's here. Marco Belletti on the updates and the participation of you at 855-212-4227. That's where we find Jay. He's in Georgia. What's up tonight, Jay? How's it going? Can you hear me? I can hear you. Yes. What's up? Hey, um, 
So I just wanted to ask a couple of questions um, to a, another Packers fan to kind of get your uh, pick your brain on. You things. know, I'm a Packer fan. Did I bring that up once or <laughs> 700 times? Yeah. 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 So um, the first one would be, where do you stand on Anders Carlson during this playoff run? Um, I know there's not maybe like kickers aren't like abundant, I guess, but like we could go get Mason Crosby. But like, I'm just wondering what you think. Well, I wanted Mason Crosby gone uh, because I don't think he can kick from distance anymore, and I think he proved that with the Giants. However, Anders Carlson also is not good. So I, I think they stick with him. Now, can he get better? Sure. But essentially, it seems like the reason he got drafted was the special teams coach liked coaching his brother, Daniel Carlson of the Raiders. Uh, at some point, you've got to judge Anders Carlson on his own leg, and I don't know that they've done that yet. So um, are the Packers going to be close in these games where a kicker might be the determination? I don't know. But is Anders Carlson good? Uh, right now, I would say no. Yeah, I heard a I heard a quote from um, the Locked On Packers podcast earlier today, where he was talking about how like there was an effect that Aaron Rodgers had, and it seems to like has transferred over to Jordan Love, where like every time that the ball leaves his hands, you just feel like something good is going to happen, and I almost feel like Anders Carlson has that, but like the reverse effect, <laughs> where every time that he kicks the ball, I feel like it's going to miss. Um, and the other question that I had is, do you see a realistic window um, within the next five years where Jordan Love can win the MVP? He should win it this year, in my opinion. But do you think he'll win one in the next five years? I think you play like this again, and thanks for the call, uh, Jay. Go Pat, go. I think you play like this again in a season, and then you'll be in consideration. You'll be a top guy. And when the odds come out next year, he's going to be a front runner. He, there's going to be good odds for Jordan Love to win it. What the MVP it's as, it's as much as following the narrative of a season as it is an award at the end of the season. And so Brock Purdy had it and Tua and Jalen hurts. And you take guys because we're so obsessed with the MVP ladder. If we were just watch a season, not have one MVP thought and then say, all right, who's the MVP, you know, take stock of what you've seen. Jordan love would get votes. Josh Allen would get more votes. Lamar Jackson, I believe is going to win it. And I think he, I think he's deserving to win it, but also the way the narrative went, Lamar Jackson, it's settled on him. He beat Brock Purdy, he wins. Um, they get to the playoffs, so I think, I think he's deserving to win it absolutely. But that's how it goes. Jordan Love, I'll say about the game against the Bears is, as a Packer fan, I was apprehensive, I was nervous. Never once did I fear um, bad play from Jordan Love. This kid's the real deal, guys. I know non-Packer fans probably hate that, and it's disgusting, and I get it, but Packer fans really, really, really like it. Ken is in Lansing, Michigan. Ken, how are you? I'm doing pretty good, man. How you doing tonight? Michigan fan, I take it? No, 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 not a Michigan no. fan. Michigan I'm, State? I'm gonna, I'm, uh, no, not a Michigan State fan either. Central Michigan? <laughs> Well, what's up? Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna let you figure it out after I finish telling you what I got to tell you. Uh oh. I heard one of you guys mention it earlier about um, Michigan could have easily be coming off a back-to-back national title, and I nearly ran my car off the road when you saying that. Oh, you Shep, said. that was Shep. <laughs> because it's 
Georgia would have boat raced Michigan last season in the uh, college football playoffs. Georgia was on a mission, and they would have boat raced them. And I truly believe if the college football committee had half a brain and put Georgia the best team in college football in the playoffs this season, they would have done the same thing to Michigan this year. Georgia's by far the best team in the country, bar none. <laughs> I heard him say that Michigan's, yeah, they won the national title. Give them credit for that. But uh, they kept Georgia out for a reason because they knew Georgia would win three straight Ken, natties. Ken, very quickly, you about that? very quickly, I agree with you 100%. Georgia was definitely one of the best four teams in the country. It's a sham that they were not in the college football playoff. With that being said, did Ohio State have a 14-point lead in the semifinal last year against Georgia in the fourth quarter? I'm I'm having a hard time hearing you. I got Did Michigan got have did Mich- did, phone, did, did Ohio State have a 14 point lead in the second half versus Georgia last that. year? And if not for a no Ruggles shank kick, they would have won that game. Did Michigan that very same season outscore Ohio State 28 to 3 in the second half? If they had Blake Corum, they would have went back to back. Do we lose them? I think they hang did. up on you. I think we did. But the truth of the matter is, if they had Blake Corum last year, and I understand they did not show up in the first half against TCU, but you remember this part. Ohio State should have, they should have beat Georgia. A shank kick at the end did them in. Did I Joe Coy you just now and blame somebody else that was with me? (laughs) But you had said it, so. No, but 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 that's the truth. Michigan, if they had Blake Corum, they would have gone back to back. I think that I still think Michigan would have beat Georgia. They beat the team that, you know, they beat Alabama. Who and beat you know Georgia. what? We'll never know. Right. And this whole point of this playoffs was that we shouldn't have these kind of questions. But oops, here we are. 855-212-4227. Uh, if you'd like to call and stick around a while, we've got some room for you. CBS Sports Radio. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 